0: The Off the Huzzle Podcast recording live from Regina, Saskatchewan, presented by Rolo Golf. Now, here are your hosts, Drew Koser, Troy Koser, Turner Ripplinger, Tori Coughlin. Reminder, Off the Huzzle Podcast is found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even YouTube. Now sit back and enjoy the podcast. Alrighty. We're back. Episode 135 of off the halls of podcast. Oh. Yes, it is. I drew Koser, your host joined by the OG co-host, my brother, Troy and all the way down in Alabama, Tori Uh How are we boys? Like boys, we're back. And I've said this a few times, but we had a long hiatus. I was busy coaching hockey, busy working. Troy was busy. And we'll get to that at some point between the next podcast or this podcast. Uh, and Tori, you know, he's grinding every day. He's got two kids. If you haven't heard about it, uh, he's busy all the time. Uh, he's, he's working, but, uh, I'll be honest though. I was fired up today to get back on here with both you guys. Obviously Turner, Turner's busy today. He's golfing the men's night. First one of the year. Um, but all of oh, us, we're, we're all excited to be back, uh, podcasting and yeah. So what's up boys. What's new?
1: It's been a while. Fellas. You go ahead, you go ahead Troy. Oh, not much. Just uh, we've been dealing with lots of things lately since we've all spoke together. But uh, we just got back into our house actually after three weeks because we had some flood issues and whatnot. So just nice to see your ugly mugs on the screen. That's all.
2: Thanks. Thank you, Troy. Uh,
0: yeah. uh, so what, what did, uh, you know, obviously Troy... He was golfing there in Palm Springs for about seven or eight days a couple of weeks ago. Uh Tori, what's new with you, man? What's happening? What's going on?
2: Well, it's she's she's heating up. Uh the fish are starting to bite again. That's that's big in my world. Uh kids are growing, the Leafs are getting spanked, but they're up right now, one-nothing, as we as we speak.
0: I'm currently watching it. Yep.
1: Yeah, I got it in the background and,
2: too. The playoffs have been unreal. My second favorite playoffs so far.
1: Uh, second round's been kind of a dud, to be honest. There's no real high intensity games. No, Northern
0: I, so I, I should have
2: bit. clarified that the first round was unbelievable. Yes, it was.
0: I do want to talk about the playoffs, but not right now. Uh, okay. Before we get to our couple of guests today, uh, quickly want to follow up here. So. Lawn Creek back on board with the off the Hazel podcast and our partnership there. Um, reminder for all mothers, mother's day. Is that this Sunday?
1: That's coming in a Sunday. Yes. Mother. It's this Sunday. Yeah, so correct.
0: if you're listening and you're a mother and you played golf and you're going to go out, go to Lawn Creek. It's free for you to play on this mother's day. So Troy, if you're listening, take your wife out, Tori and fly down. Um, uh, but so all mothers are free this Sunday at Lawn Creek. They're open up this past Monday. Go out there and play it. Good little track. It's challenging. It's hard, uh, and we love them. So
1: it's one of my favorites in Saskatchewan. It is
2: great, Super underrated fast. track, Avonlea. That's you good don't stuff. need a dri- You don't need a driver
1: there, eh? Maybe for like two, three holes.
2: I probably do.
1: No, maybe you don't.
0: do. You hit it well enough. You don't. Uh okay. TaylorMade, we're back. Year three of three, or now the gear is money. Uh, the new, yes, it is. Two, uh, new MCR. I played the other day. I hit it really well. Love the clubs, new gears, money. Thanks to Mike and everyone at Taylor And, uh, Troy, how's your gear going?
1: Well, I got to thank Mr. Langen, uh, hitting those clubs pure except my 60 degree Tori. put my hands forward. I still, um, I'm having issues, pal. I need some, I need some help here, but, um, uh, the gear, the gear itself, though, is incredible. Got my new tour bag. Uh, our friends at Extreme Hockey, correct, Drew? Yeah. Got some uh, custom deckling done for the bag, which means a lot to me. So thank you, Donnie and everybody at Extreme Hockey and Sports. So, no, the gear is great. Um, it's funny, you know, they fitted me last year for the, the Stealth Ones. Now, Stealth Twos came out, and it's just like, exact same clubs as last year, but hitting them really good. So
0: just, it's like buying a new stick the next year, just a little bit, a little bit better. Uh, a little tweak. I also forgot to mention uh, the restaurant this year at Lawn Creek is now closed, but they have uh, a canteen set up down by the pro shop that it'll have a hot dogs and sandwiches, you know, drinks, beers, uh, you name it. So basically all the essentials for a golf course. Uh, so reminder of that. Bet99, I have a meeting tomorrow uh, with them. They're back. Got to figure out everything with them. So talk some logistics with them. And then uh, Rolo golf. So the shirt that Troy's wearing right now, and obviously this isn't on YouTube right now, but it's uh, Star Spangled Banner. I got kind of a sailor boat shirt on. Man, they are doing some unreal things in the golf folder now. They're, they're everywhere. We're going there tomorrow morning, actually pick up some clothes. Tori, you will get some shirts and some hats. and You, you forgot
2: to ask me how my tailor-made equipment's going.
0: Yeah, we uh, we jumped over that one. Sorry there, buds. But uh, we're going to get you some roller golf apparel, and you're going to love it when you're caddying or playing. So happy to be on golf. Thanks, Ryan.
2: Fired up. Try it on.
1: Hey, fellas, before we uh, keep going here, It is uh, International Nurses Week, so we should thank every one of our nursing nursing staff up here in Canada, Tori. I don't know about down south, but uh,
2: we uh... go ahead. A thousand percent unsung heroes. Thank you to all the nurses for all they do.
1: Heroes without capes. So thank you for everything you, girls and guys, do. We really really appreciate it. And uh, like I said, you're you're our angels. I deal with them quite frequently, so.
0: Well said. Uh, quick text here from from our boys over at uh, Last Mountain Distillery. Back on board of them. They uh, did some uh, some ad reads for us over the next couple of weeks here, uh, and that is it so far. So I mean, pretty good. Uh, it's well, not
1: it yet. It's not it yet, there, buddy.
0: We're, we're 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 back. We're doing more. Uh, some more guests coming on. Got a good guest today. Actually, deciding to Destroy knows him personally now from. You know, golf with him and whatnot, but get to that in a little bit. Um, yeah. What else we got here before we go an NHL playoffs?
1: Well, I I'm wanted to throw out there. Oh, go ahead, Tori. Go ahead.
2: Okay, <laughs> I'm pissed off. Turner's not on right now because I was going to. Since it's the first time we've been on for quite a while, I was going to say, because Turner, Turner and uh, Drew both said that Calgary was getting the better player when the Kachuk and Huberto thing happened. Drew would, and they both called me crazy because Huberto is crazy talented.
0: He is. He is really good.
2: Um, uh, yeah, I'm sure he is. So is Marner. Uh, he's he's had a nice playoffs, not.
0: Yeah, he'll be getting but tomorrow.
2: I'm just saying, Would would you like to take that back that Florida got the better end of the deal?
0: Uh, to date, sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Flames haven't, they obviously didn't do very well this year. Uh, he was obviously in a huge slump, but am might going to take away the fact that he's unbelievable? No, he's he's a great hockey player. He will find it next year, no questions asked. Kachuk's done well, well too. Well, if he's that
2: good, he should have he been able to carry them to the playoffs, I think. I don't know.
0: How many points does Kachuk have this playoff round?
2: This playoff round?
0: Yeah, I think he has zero goals to date.
2: But uh, uh, no, for sure.
0: Kachuk's ahead.
2: I, I'm going to disagree with that one.
0: He just put out a tweet yesterday saying that he had zero goals. I haven't scored it either when they're talking about the score. Okay. Anyways, yes, Kachuk's a great player and had a great year. What do you have 100 points? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. To date, for sure, won the trade. But I think Huberto's, he's not shitty. So. That's all. Is that it?
2: Perfect. Yeah.
0: Okay. Awesome.
2: Uh,
1: Troy, what's up? You i something to say there? Well, I was just going to say that uh, the month of May, which we're already down near halfway through, is Melanoma Awareness Month. So just a plug for cancer agencies across Canada, across USA, across the world. If they're, uh, I think we got some listeners across the pond. But, yeah, it's Melanoma Awareness Month. So. Just want to throw it out there. Kind of yeah. close to my heart, so.
0: Yeah, do you Do you want to talk about that today on this one, or, like, what do you want to do?
1: Oh, I'm not ashamed to talk about it at all.
0: Yeah, like, do uh, you want to update everyone, or, or do what you want to do?
1: Yeah, so for our listeners that know what's going on in our lives, uh, December 19th, I believe it was, two days after my 42nd birthday, we found out that my cancer's back and not good it's terminal but um feel good Uh, i've undergone treatment actually I treatment this morning i had four rounds of brain radiation because they found tumors in my brain and i want to say i've had one two three four five treatments since but feel good i mean we don't know there's no crystal ball but um yeah no it's it's back, but I'm gonna fight again, and we'll uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, I feel good, so that's all that matters. You know, I hey, got everyone's a, I got thinking
2: a, of you, Troy. Yeah,
1: I, I know. I appreciate that. I got a strong supporting cast. You know, started with my wife, my daughter, my mom, dad, brother, sister, family, friends. I mean, they're all behind me in this fight. So feel really good. Uh, I've really taken to golf. Honestly, I know it's it's. For a guy like Tori, who can golf probably year-round, I'm guessing, down south, right? You don't get snow there much, do you?
2: <laughs> not not much.
1: No. So, I mean, I've really taken into the golf this year. Um, Actually bought a like a practice net for the garage. So when it was cold out, I could hit balls and then into, you know, in practice. Actually, I entered my first ever tournament, and I'm looking forward to it, playing the 2023 SAS Publix at Torrey Hill in Regina. I joined the men's night out at the Tor Hill. So every Wednesday I'm going to be golfing. Um, Why not? Right. And one person on this podcast told me after I joined the Publinks, somebody has got to finish last. So my goal is not to finish last, Drew.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But no, health
1: wise, health wise, I feel really good. Uh, You know, just going to continue doing what my doctor's saying to do. We have a PET scan next Friday in Saskatoon to see what's going on internally. But, life's good so
0: awesome buddy well yeah obviously like Tori said it and you know everyone that's listening to that little portion there uh, if you know Troy you don't know him you know always a nice message goes a long way uh, thinking about you and uh, man you're an absolute grinder there's there's no question well,
1: it, so. and one one thing drew and I don't know well we're not on video but um, Isaiah 4110 means a lot to me if anybody wants to look it up go ahead and I appreciate it the people in my family that are very close to me that all got the exact same tattoo. So, uh, yeah, right there, brother, right there. So right there. there like, Love it. Well, yeah, Why, why
2: don't you read it, Troy?
1: Well, I don't know it exactly off my heart, but I actually give me time slot. Is it not seconds. tattooed
2: on your arm? Good God. Well, not the
1: whole script, not oh, the whole
2: scripture. And I don't oh. want to screw it up. So
0: <laughs> just pull oh, Okay.
1: It. Drew, we need a time filler. Talk for a couple seconds here.
0: Well, yeah, I, I guess while you're doing that, I mean, we're all excited to play in your first golf tournament. I saw it blew up on Facebook and social media. But, uh, man, the number one thing that I told you as well was go out there and have fun and just play. Don't worry about, you know, what happens. Just go hit the golf ball, do what you do. If you shoot 90, you shoot 90, you shoot 70, shoot 70.
2: This we, well, you, We've, you, we've, you we've you said a hundred times on this podcast. No one gives a shit at the end of the day, what you shoot. Nobody.
1: Very, very true. But yeah, like I, you made me laugh through and you said, somebody has got to finish last. That, that that was my goal, not to finish last. But anyways, Isaiah 41, 10. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Uh, some Somebody had posted that on uh, my timeline after we found out the shitty news and it I don't know. It really hit home, and you know, I read it every day, and that's why, like I said, I added it to my sleeve. So, but, Tori, you're welcome hey, to get one. <laughs> yeah, Tori, get one of these.
2: I don't. I, I don't know <laughs> if I'm much of a tattoo guy.
1: Well, hey, Tori, you know what? The kid in the top right corner on my screen, I didn't think would ever get a tattoo, and he got one. So,
0: I got in the, got in the hardest hardest spot. They said. Uh, anyways, uh, okay, yes, no, like, like I said, Troy, uh, and anyone listening now, if you're listening to that, reach out or don't or whatever, but, you know, a nice message goes a long way, uh, you know, and thinking about you, bro, so. Thanks, Paul. Okay, uh, should we go to NHL playoffs after Tory and I just had a little bit of a rant about a couple of guys, and yes, hey, fucking rights. Uh, Huberto did not uh, pan out thus far in the first year with the flames maybe a new coach will but uh florida panthers up three games to none over the toronto maple Leafs. currently now toronto's up one nothing halfway through uh second period oilers are up down to no one. up two
1: one down two one down.
0: down two one to vegas game four tonight
1: tonight eight o'clock so we're gonna wrap this up soon I'll, i want to watch my Oilers win <laughs> okay
0: and before we go to anything here tell me seattle Got absolutely screwed last
2: night. I didn't see. Why? I don't know what you're talking about, so I can't. Call why? Back. Why so?
0: Jamie Ben goes to the net, gets pushed into the net a little bit by the by the defenseman. Goalie gets blown up. Domi scores. Jamie Ben did not even celebrate. He's like, "Oh, that's it." And call back. Go upstairs, on the ice, the goal stands. Bang! Everyone's like, "What the hell's going on?" Long story short, I think Seattle lost by a goal. After I the- think
1: Seattle's lucky to be where they are right now. To be honest, they, there's no way they should be this good in the second round of the playoffs. Dude, oh, they're agree. fucking
2: awesome. They're unbelievable. No,
1: I, I'm not. I'm not saying they're not, but they're such an underdog story, right?
2: It's like I, miracle I think the, the best, the best way, and I've heard it, I've heard it twice, is that they have four second lines. Yep. Which I've heard two different a, people say that.
1: That makes a winning hockey team. Yep. That's so much that depth. Either. Their goalie's pretty good. Like, well, who do they got? They got Colorado's old goalie, right? Yeah. Uh, the hell's Graubauer. his name? Graubauer, yeah. Yeah. The guy, I mean, Di- the guy from Die Hard too. Hey, eh, Tori. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I was going to bring up some something, something about a movie. Uh, <laughs> it, Drew wouldn't have known it. Not now. I forgot. Anyways. So but no, and and let's let's not let's not forget they their jerseys are smoking.
1: Oh yeah, there's yeah sexy.
2: one of the nicest in the league. Yeah. I oh, agree. Unbelievable. Like I, I put them second behind the Blackhawks.
0: That series, though, like the Dallas Stars, though, they got to be the biggest team in the NHL. Their smallest players, Pavelsky, who's 36 and scores four goals a night. Like they're they're six foot four, every one of them. Every guy on that team. They're huge. And they just crushed How people.
2: about how about Pavelski's like up there with, uh, Crosby and Ovechkin with playoff goals?
0: Yeah, yeah, like, it's nuts. So
2: you'd not think that? that, you know, you would think someone on Boston or something uh, or or Malkin or whatever. He's right there.
0: You know what's weird about these playoffs though is that I've never seen this, and like, you know, we just went through, you know, long playoffs rounds ourselves, and you know, won a championship. But I never saw it in our lead in a smaller scale side of things. But the NHL is like, okay, it's 3-2 one night, 7-1 the next. Three, yeah. 3-1 night, 8-2. Like they're just shit kickings the next night. Like that game well, look a, at That's that New, Jersey,
1: New Jersey, Carolina, right? I fell asleep. It's like a 3-2 and then 8-3 or 8-4. It's just like, holy shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I can't believe some of the scores in the, like the following games. Like, tell me you're not pissed off without telling me you're pissed off. Like, they're just scoring. Yeah in bunches and it's wild to see, but I mean, the playoffs are pretty cool though to see that I want the Leafs and I want the others to just go all the way that I am just championing for teams here. I want them to win as much as they can. Uh, Seattle, I like to see do well, some good sassy boys on that team, you know, Schwartz and Ebbs, uh, you know, the flurries there. Um, you know, it's, it's, it'd be cool to see I'm trying to think the other teams like Dallas and whatever, but it's kind of, it's unique to see, uh, there's no, there's no defending cup champion now. In that we're in the playoffs right now. Sorry. From well, after years. the
1: first after the first round, I really thought the door opened up for the Oilers. To be honest, not just as a fan, but I thought, okay, all yep. the top teams are gone, and and I firmly believe whoever wins between the Oilers and Vegas will go to the Stanley Cup. That's that's my belief. That you got two good teams. Um, one question I do have is Vegas lost. They're starting goalie last game, right? Yep. Where's Jonathan Quick? I thought he got traded to Vegas. How come he's not playing?
0: I didn't know he's not. He's not playing tonight.
1: No, they have the other guy playing.
0: Could be hurt. Is he backing up? I maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's not ridiculous. Well,
2: he, he came down from the press box when when the other when the starter got hurt. Okay. So he I guess he's riding third string
1: and the scary thing for the rest of the teams in, in in the uh nhl playoffs is mcdavid hasn't really done much to be honest for connor mcdavid look out because his game is about to turn 180
0: well here and here's something that you would a fan doesn't want to hear he better hurry up no different than marner matthews Tavares, nylander like like i'm not saying that because they're not on the brinks of losing tonight which they're not it's not a must win for them Tonight could be the night that uh, the Eagles off though.
1: Well, I don't know, yeah. Drew, it is a must win because they lose tonight, they're down three-one.
0: We were up three-one in the finals, and we 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 went. I up know, 12. but it This
1: happened. is the this is the show, right? I mean,
0: smaller scale. It happens. It happens at every level. I I said the Leafs win by five tonight. Like, well, you speaking you're, of, you're
1: currently wrong. It's one nothing with uh, five twenty left in the second period.
0: <laughs> I know, but I'm just we, saying, like. Like the big guys, the big players have to produce in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, but look at Dry Guys on a tear. He's He's gonna break the record for most goals. Connor's gonna
0: get going. I'm saying tonight he probably goes off tonight. But guys, What, what, what,
1: what I what I'm concerned about as a fan, especially of the Oilers, is goaltending. Skinner has had two games out of three now where he's let five plus in. And it's just like, okay, we gotta start stopping the puck here.
0: Because you know, because what you
1: you know what you you're you know, not going to score need. six goals every game in the playoffs. It's not going to happen.
0: What you need to win a championship, and what you need to have is doesn't matter how fucking good you are up front. Depth goals. scoring. or goal goaltending.
1: All right. You need a goalie,
0: a yes. need a goalie yes. to make saves. And like, fuck, man. Like, and I just don't see if you know a rookie Stewart Dinner, or, you know, Campbell came from you know Toronto to be there to back up now, like. I like that's five,
1: five and a half million. Don't forget that,
0: right? I have faith in the others. And I think my is going to go off tonight. The Leafs, I do too. Me. I thought they'd be better in this series. Um, Florida looks really
2: good. But let's let's
1: not count Florida out. Florida Florida was supposed to win this thing last year. Oh,
2: man, they're so they were bad.
1: picked to win the Stanley Cup this year. I mean, they they sloughed their way in and look out. Florida is a good hockey team. A very oh, yeah. good hockey team. Yeah, you boy, know, yeah. and then I, I I heard today Mitch Marners uh when he was talking to the media yesterday or last night, I guess. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, he no. did, I guarantee it. Oh, he didn't. Okay. Well, didn't. Marner basically called out every social media, media personnel ever saying, We don't care what you guys think, we don't <laughs> care what you guys say, <laughs> we're muting you. He actually came off kind of as a chotch,
2: in my opinion. You know. Drew's probably never heard Josh before. No, probably not.
0: You know what? <laughs> I saw that too, man. And I said this to someone. It was on a podcast. We, are, we have 22 minutes here to our next guest. But we got our other guest on first. But quickly, I said it to you guys before. Toronto, especially. But Canadian media, like, oh, is this frustrating for you guys? No, we like being down 0-3. Hey, you're not scoring <laughs> lately. Uh is that frustrating? No, I, I get paid 11 million dollars a year, not score goals. Like like when Evander Kane said, fuck around, find out." They're tired of the shit. They're, like the media yep. just tries to get every little bit. No, I don't. I honestly, Marner said that. I'm like, I loved it because. But they're just pushing and pushing and pushing and scratching
4: the
1: surface. But when you're making millions and millions and millions of dollars, answer the question, right?
2: Okay. Yeah, but it's right? the same fucking question every time. Are you frustrated? It's like no, I like I love being down 03. It's it's wicked. Like I feel really, really comfortable now and I'm in a happy spot.
0: But the same the, the same question coming from you know his, his girl girlfriend or fiance or his parents and his cousins and and his his mental coach and his current like it just becomes a just you know white noise. Like, it's just enough. Like, right. It's annoying. Like, yesterday I saw a tweet, what's his name, tweeted, uh, William Nelander standing beside the guys in a drone or drill-up. Well, no, someone zoomed in on it and made it look that he was standing by himself. Who reads into that? Because he's standing by himself? Yeah, but like
1: That's today's world that we live in, right? You can Photoshop anything you want, this and that, right? Drew, before we get going here, uh, something Tori and I haven't asked you yet. In 90 seconds or less, sum up, your championship season. Lo- Damn it!
2: I was it. about to. <laughs> um,
0: unbelievable. Guys worked extremely hard all year. I told us I told us at the end of the year speech. It's one thing to to say something like unfinished business, and to wear it around, but then to go and do it, uh, means a whole other thing. And the guys worked hard, man, for six seven months, every day video pre-scout practice games um the Dodd days unbelievable so happy for him first time in 11 years and yeah well deserved by all of them so yeah congratulations well, that's a great job thanks. Drew. thanks appreciate it
2: second second and first in back-to-back years that's pretty impressive
1: well, i've yeah. always said there's bigger better things ahead for the kid brothers so i guess we'll see what I, that future has in store for him so
0: We'll see, but as of right now, it is podcasting. As we bring on our guest, uh, Tori has a guest. He's going to introduce him, and we're going to hear what he has to say. All righty, our first quick guest here on the episode 135 off the of podcast, Brian Fitzpatrick, here today to talk about, I don't even know what it's called, but he's going to tell you, I think they golf all day, all day, sundown, or sun up to sundown. Uh, here's Brian, and take her away.
3: Hey guys, good to be here. Thanks a lot. Uh, uh, so what we do is we've only done it once. So we did it in 2019 and it's called the longest day of golf. We started playing golf at 4 35 AM and we played straight on until 9 35 PM. Wow. We played 115 holes and I had a GoFundMe page set up and took donations and Chris, my playing partner, he based his donation on how he played, Um, I forget what it was, a dollar for a par or $2 for a birdie or whatever it was. And he made an eagle on the last hole to go four under for the day. And I was not anywhere close to that. And uh, so, yeah, this year after, you know, after COVID and restrictions and all that stuff, we decided to do, do it again and uh i've got the gofundme page set up again and just trying to get the word out there and get some donations
0: so brian where can people find uh you know the link and where can, like are you streaming this online at all
3: uh last time i did some facebook live videos and that kind of thing but the 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 link is if you go to GoFundMe and search Longest Day of Golf, you'll see our page. Um, if you follow Chris or I on social media, right. we, we've been sharing it a lot. It's on Twitter. We did an interview with Clark Stork from Golf Saskatchewan. The, the interview is up on their website now, and it's got a link to the GoFundMe
2: in it. Uh, so it's definitely findable.
0: Okay. Awesome.
2: And this is Chris Carley for everybody who's wondering who Chris is. Right.
3: Yeah, we've known each other since we were little kids, and uh, I've caddied for
2: him at various various events. The first the first time I ever met Chris, you were you were caddying for him at Kenosi. That's right. Yep.
0: So Brian, where is the, you know, where do you guys play the golf? Uh, what course is it at?
3: We're gonna do it at uh, the Cardiff Golf Club this year. In 2019, we did it at uh, TSNM Woodlawn and Estevan, but we're going to do it at Chris's home course this year.
0: Nice, awesome. Um, what else do you guys got here, Troy? Tori? Oh, actually, he hasn't asked you. What is the donation? What's zone? the cause? Years? Yeah. Cause oh, we're groups.
3: doing it for we're, we're we're doing it for Kids Sports Saskatchewan again. Um, it's you know it's a it's a really good charity. Uh, they take they use 100 percent of the donations. Uh, they don't take any overhead, which made made most sense to me uh so all the money goes to the kids and and it helps less fortunate kids play you know get their get playing sports that it pays their equipment or or uh registration fees or whatever they uh apply for that's awesome awesome,
0: man i love that yeah
3: for sure and you know sports and kids is both something that chris and i feel strongly about so uh, it, and they, they were really good to us last time. They, they sent us a bunch of swag. I still, I still wear the socks that they sent me and, uh, they sent us flags.
2: We decked out the cart with, with all the flags and stuff. It was, it, they're, they're really good about it. Hey, how'd you feel after the last time after 117 holes in one day?
3: Uh, it was, it was tough. I'm not going to lie. I could barely get out of bed the next day and that's not even a lie. Uh, my shoulders and back and knees were just jello at the end of the day uh and and we're four years older now which is gonna make it a lot more fun do do you all ride or walk oh no we're riding riding for sure how how about the hands oh well that wasn't too bad Uh, my shoulders and arms were the worst uh because well i don't have a swing like you do so i have to i have to work it but uh but yeah, I was, I was pretty sore the next
0: day. oh boy. Awesome, Brian. Well, uh, we will get this out on our pages for anyone that's listening, obviously. So that's last day. Is it longest day of golf? Longest Coffee. day
3: of golf, 2023.
0: 2023. Cause for kids sport, Brian Fitzpatrick and Chris Carley. Uh, Brian, thanks for jumping on today, man. I appreciate it. And uh, best of luck with that many golf holes, man. I can really get through 18 holes nowadays. So uh, <laughs> thanks for so having much. me guys. Absolutely. This podcast is brought to you by Last Mountain Distillery, a proud sponsor of Off the Hazel. They are a locally owned company in Lumsden, Saskatchewan. They have some of the best options around. And trust me, I know. They got whiskey, vodka, rum, and so many other options that you can't go wrong with. They are in a, over 100 different retailers across Saskatchewan. So start thinking with your brain, shop local, and purchase your Last Mountain Distillery products today. Alrighty, episode 135, we are pleased to have on today Dave Fink, and I think his golf handle is—is is it Dave Fink Golfs or Dave Golf Finks? What is it called?
5: No, it's Dave Fink Golfs. The S is at the very end.
0: It's silent S. Uh, Dave Fink on today. He's gonna tell us where he's from. He's a beauty. He just played golf with Troy a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming on the podcast today, Dave.
5: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm in Glendale, California right now, which is just a couple miles outside of Los Angeles. So I mostly just tell people I live in Los Angeles.
1: And how's the weather there today? It was great.
5: I don't know. I know you guys live in Canada, so you would say it was a fucking beauty of a day. Um, no, it's, it's cool. Um, it's been rain. It's rained more this year than it has in the last like six years combined already. So uh, not used to that, but it's going to make the courses really green, which is cool. No more punchy greens. Dude, the greens are all still punched. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the, because of the rains, They couldn't punch the greens this year until they usually stagger it. But the courses were so soaked, you couldn't bring the heavy machinery onto the greens. So they all had to do it at the same on the same week. So it's like the next six weeks, seven weeks. Honestly, it takes like seven weeks because of the amount of foot traffic we get out here in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, I know. I've seen your YouTube day, video there. The oh, day
5: the greens are punched, they allow people to go out and play. And they and, it does every day, and they charge double. Until they recover. <laughs> so,
0: And they charge double, Dave. Oh, the greens are punched. Yeah,
5: exactly. And they don't tell you ever until you fucking get there.
0: Exactly.
1: I, oh. I, I seen your video the other day. I don't know, I guess last week about the GIR challenge because of the punch greens. How'd you make out in that one? Well, I be my friends, so I won. A <laughs> win's a win, I guess. Right?
5: Yeah, I mean that course is a fucking Mickey Mouse course. It's like there's a holes there that are forty-three yards, you know? Um so that that's also makes it more frustrating when you actually do miss the green um but honestly my buddies are all like mid-level handicappers and they played better that day than they did any other day in my recent memory that we've played and it kind of goes to show that if you just change your mindset of like i have to make a birdie or Like, I I have to beat, you know, my personal best score. If you just change that to, like, can I just hit the green in regulation, your scores get better. And I think that that's kind of part of the simplify shit. Just simplify shit. Just try to get the ball on the green. Why don't we just start there? And then you can worry about the existential crisis, like, on hole 17.
0: (laughs) Dave, before we get into the simplify stuff that Troy was talking about earlier, and how and how you got to where you are today uh let's walk back you know backtrack to where you were younger like a junior golfer amateur uh you know you know what was your cap you know college all that stuff like this is kind of very unique and i'm, I'm uh, i want to know more i'm sure these guys too as well so fire it off
5: i didn't play junior golf and i didn't play college golf and i didn't start playing golf until i was 27 years old so i am 34 in june um i played baseball in college i was a shortstop, um so swinging a stick was like always cool with me i love that whole thing the swinging the stick hitting the ball very familiar to me yes and i played hockey and stuff growing up never like never in a league hockey but you know it was the 90s, dude. If you're not fucking playing hockey in the street with your friends, like, I don't know, you're fucking dork. So hockey, but baseball, baseball was my first love. Um, and then skateboarding, which is not a ball in six, four, obviously. Um, but dude, I, I tore my ACL like a million times, bro. I, I basically had both of my knees almost completely replaced by the age of 27 and I also, at the same time, got pancreatitis and was like battling with alcoholism. So it was like it was, 27 was like a turning point for me in my life. Like, am I going to kill myself or am around. I going to find a way to enjoy life again?
1: So um, to to piggyback that, like what what turned you on to golf? Like, what What made you say, I want to do this and I want to be good at it? Dude,
5: uh, my dad took me a couple times when I was a kid. He was a golfer. His parents were golfers, but it was this was pre-Tiger Woods. Like I had to wear a scuffy shirt and like fucking slacks and be quiet and like there's no other kids and it's fucking really too hard and frustrating and uh it just wasn't the vibe and I you know, I wanted to be on a team with my buddies fucking Beating other dudes, like anything, football, soccer, bat, like I just loved team sports. So for me, like one or two, three times I, I went to the course with my dad and I'll never forget. I was like 10 or 11 and I, I looked him dead in the eyes and I was like, don't ever fucking bring me here ever again. <laughs> and, um, dude, he listened. <laughs> like That was it. No more. Like, let's go to the course. <laughs> Um, but then, then when I, I couldn't, I had to relearn how to walk after I had both my knees done and, um, and I had to quit drinking. It was just like a low point in my life, dude. A lot of things were not going well. And, uh, and he said, he was like, what if I'm gonna send you these clubs? Like you should play golf. You should go hit golf balls. And I was like, definitely not going to do that. (laughs) fuck that, fuck golf, fuck you, click. And then like the next day, like knock on my door and there's like this set of his old clubs from the 90s. (laughs) And I was just like, bro, like, why did you send me the, like, I told him no, just like I did when I was nine. But dude, I didn't have anything going on. Like, and I could barely walk around and I'm an athletic guy and it just boiled up inside of me. I couldn't drink. I was going, I went to the range and like, I just Googled driving range in LA and I went and I was like by myself. And, you know, I, I could make contact. I mean, I, I didn't know what was good and what was bad. I assumed the ball going forward was pretty good. Like I didn't really know how far any of the clubs were supposed to go. Um, I don't know. I was like, this is a fucking joke. The ball's not even fucking moving. It's a joke. Like, Dude, I played college baseball, you have no clue where this guy's going to throw the ball if it's going to come in at your fucking head or, like, low <laughs> and away. The ball is turning while it's in the air, like a foot, like, dropping. So, for me, I'm like, come on, dog.
0: Where'd you play college like, is... baseball?
5: Um, I played at an art school called Emerson College, so to be honest, like most of my baseball was, again, I, in high school, I was going to go to college for baseball. Right. And I tore my ACL twice when I was 16 and 17. So I, um, dude, I had knee problems like early. And, um, so it was just like for fun. And I knew I wasn't going to go pro. I was always like, you know, a little too small and, I just I knew I wasn't going pro, so I wasn't gonna dedicate that much time to it. I went to college for acting, but golf was never in my like, you know, until I was like literally wanted to kill myself. Like I, like kind of as a joke, but also like I'm kind of serious. Like I was at that right. point. And golf was I was like, all right, well, I went like twice and I was hitting the ball on the range, and I'm like, well, this is fucking easy. So I should go play like and I didn't know that you had to get a tee time. I just walked up. I was like, (laughs) I'll have one, please. And he was like, do you want what day do you want to play? Like,
0: give it to you. Of
5: course you want. I was like, bro, I'm just trying to play golf. Like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, well, you have to reserve a tee time. The whole thing was whacked to to me from the beginning. But, dude, I was really full of myself. I did not understand how hard it really was. That so when- first round, and, like, I don't know the rules. I'm on the tee with three other guys. I have a bag that doesn't even have a strap. It's just my dad's old leather bag. It has, like, a – I could hold it, like, a handle. I'm <laughs> literally carrying out. this, like <laughs>
0: – Suitcase.
5: Handle bag, and these guys are looking at me, and I'm all the clubs are old and, like, a persimmon wood or something. <laughs> and I fucking crack my first shot ever, dude. Par five. Like, I don't know the rules, but I see it up. I watched the other guys go. I'm like, all right, a tee, whatever. I get it. Fucking down the fairway. Like, it had to be, like, 240 at least. Just straight. Like, and I'm just like, let's fucking go. And I got to my ball, and I picked it up, and I got my tee out of my pocket, and I fucking teed it up again. And all these guys were like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. Is this not cool? <laughs> like, is key like a one-time thing? Off the and they're like, you can't touch the ball again. I'm like, okay, okay, I won't fucking touch the ball. Like all these rules, but yeah, I shot 142 that day.
2: Kept I counted. Well, I kept kept it sub up, up 150.
5: Yeah. I don't know if that was. I don't know. I just know that it was about 40 shots worse than everyone else. So even though, yeah, I was not feeling good at a time when I was already not feeling good. So I'm like, maybe golf is like not good for me, for someone who wants to kill themselves. Like like this might accelerate that whole like process. So, but I'm competitive and an athlete and I didn't want to like be defeated. So I went again the next day with the same carrying, stupid idiot. I actually, I think the second day I got a, a push cart, which I pulled the entire way. Again, <laughs> fucking, Ooh. I don't really know what I'm doing, but I know the ball has to go in the hole. So, so I'm like, okay, I'll just, one four, Do I think it was one four, I think I improved by one or two strokes, or it was like the same. It was like almost the same score exactly, which I was like, that's hard to do. But and you- also- also bad,
0: but you bad also got the ball the next day in the fairway, though. That's why it was better.
5: No, I didn't do that. No, I knew that I couldn't. Was not allowed to do that. <laughs> um, but like there was stuff like I'd go to address my ball on the green, and this was, you know, eight years ago. So, and the ball I'd move it. I'd like hit it by accident while addressing it, and guys would be like that's one, and I'd be like, really. I didn't mean to. And now today that rule got changed. So you could actually accidentally kick your ball like across the green. If you're on the green and it's not a penalty, if it was by accident, you can go and just, but back eight years ago, like that was a stroke. (laughs) So I, it was like, golf was like kind of scary. Like there was a lot of shit, but anyways, I was like, I'm going to go back one more time. And if I don't break 140, like I fucking quit and I'm never playing golf ever fucking again. That day I got paired with like a 90 year old woman who was by herself, this German woman who was literally tough as fucking nails. And then like two dudes who were probably like, they both had to be single digit. Like they were both so good. And I was just like, not this again, like four hours of me just walking around this fucked up field with swamp ass and like embarrassing myself, like it was bad. And the first hole was like a 12, not great. Then I remember I went like 10, which was better. And then, and then like a nine. And I was like, dude, we are fucking trending. But then I think. Four was, like, another 12, and things were not, again, the vibes were low. And then the fifth hole, like, I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And it's this part three, and I'm playing from the tees with the guys, because I don't understand, like, yo, you're fucking horrible. Like, you should be up at the (laughs) whites. Like, I don't even know that. And I'm like, what are you guys hitting? And they're like, uh, six iron. And I'm like, I got one of those. Fucking... Hit it so good, dude. Literally, like, just felt... I was like, fuck yeah. I think I even said, like, fuck yeah. Like, like the only shot I, like, didn't (laughs) pop were, like, chunk, And it fucking so majestically goes and hits behind the flag and spins back two feet into the hole.
0: There it is. Hole hole in one.
5: one. (laughs) Fucking... (laughs) And I throw the club, and I'm like, let's fucking go! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, let's fucking
0: going hole. You quit These that day,
5: guys. Literally, like their faces are just like, <laughs> like
0: that's me. Like,
5: like they're not, they're not celebrating. Like they're just like in disbelief that this <laughs> hacker, like this guy, does not know what the fuck he is doing, and is already probably 20 over or whatever I was. I must have been fifteen over through four holes, and oh, then dude. I make a one. <laughs> and then I'm like, "That was sick! How often does that happen? How many of those do you guys have? Like, that's fucking tight." And and the guy's like, "I've been playing for twenty years, and I have no hole in ones."
2: <laughs> Drew, how many do you have? <laughs>
0: Zero. You're that oh, guy. Okay. Drew, you're you're Drew's worst nightmare right now. Oh, uh, dude, stories- you're gonna
5: hate me even more. So yeah, like I did shoot one ninety-nine, really? fucking ninety-nine. With yep. a one, I just the vibes were after I made that hole in one. I was like, I'm the fucking king, fuck golf, I win, you lose. Uh, <laughs> and I played good, and then well, good enough to break a hundred. <laughs> but then I don't know anyone who golf's, so I'm telling my actor buddy like, golf is fucking sick. like we got to go play golf and he's like whatever i called my dad and i told him i hit a hole in one and he was like didn't believe it starts explaining to me like it has to be your first try you can't you know fourth try fucking goes in that doesn't count like and you know if the rounds a practice round i'm like i don't even know what practice round means (laughs) i just fucking yeah first shot dude what the fuck and also, like, he's like 190, not possible. And I, I was like, I fucking have witnesses. And I got a little certificate. <laughs> so one week later, I take my friend to a par three. And I'm like, the second hole, I'm like, you see that fucking hill? I'm going to fucking bounce it off that hill and fucking, it's going to go on the green and literally bounce it off the hill. Rolls down the green, and like a movie, it just like slowly goes and just rolls into the cup and goes
2: down into the hole. Get the fuck out.
5: I swear to God. So now this is my fourth round of golf ever, and I have two aces. (laughs) And and I'm like, again, I'm like, throw the club. All right, Dave, this is it fun today. Let's Let's go. go. (laughs) I'm like, golf is a fucking joke. I just didn't understand. I didn't understand. Call my dad. I'm like, fucking hole in one. And he's like, I know you fucking been talking about it for like a week. You wouldn't shut the fuck. I'm like, no, another one. And at that point he was like, all right, now this kid's like not only depressed, but now he's just making shit up. He's like a fucking liar, you know, like to make matters worse, suicidal and a liar. But, um, no, like, it it just, it, like, made me think delusionally I could be good. <laughs> and that started everything, and that just, like, that I fell in love with the game, dude. It was, like, I was able to have fun again, like, in life. I felt good about something. It just gave me something to, like, wake up and, like, be fucking stoked about, you know? And, like, as an actor, your whole job is you're just getting judged on, like, your appearance, <laughs> And, like, people just saying no. And, like, golf was like, there's no one saying no. You fucking made a six because you fucking three-putted from this far away. Like, and I was cool with that because I could accept that I did that. In acting, like, I felt like I'd go in and, like, dude, the people in the audition would be crying. Like, oh, my God. Like, laughing, like, so hard. Like, oh, my God. And then I'd leave and they'd be like, yeah, you know, it'd be cool if you were blonde what the fuck like that's not fair you know and then golf felt like fair and that i was like okay i'm down with that and i felt like the more that i put into it the better i got which was also cool um but yeah i just started trying to get better and delusionally i thought i was good i started breaking 90 on my own um i went to a golf coach and he like had me setting up in this weird way and I like couldn't hit the ball. And I was like, you know what? Can I see you just hit one? Because I'm better when I can just see somebody do it and I'm going to just, and he literally, I'll never forget. He said, that's not what I do. And I was like, what? Hit a ball? That's not what you do is hit a ball? Aren't that what you're trying to teach me is to hit a ball? And he's like, well, there's a lot more to it than that. And I was like, I'm out. <laughs> and, I, and I just left. And, Cause I was like, "Fuck that guy." If I'm better than you already,
0: That's don't wild. tell
5: me what to do. But um, yeah, I just got obsessed, dude, and I s- transferred like the drinking, like the the addictive. I'm still an addict. <laughs> I didn't I didn't cure that. I just transferred the addiction. I'm pretty open about that. Yeah, so now it's it's in a healthier way. It's in golf, but I went all in, dude. And when I do something, I don't half-ass it. I want to do it all the way.
0: Awesome.
1: Same
5: thing with drinking. I'll drink Troy under the fucking table. I don't care how many Won't shots happen. you had that day, dude. I will fucking take you out, dude.
1: Won't happen. That's wild. You think
5: that, but that's because you don't know me when I was drinking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, so no, I, I, but I I, I, I was going to ask you like one of my on, next Tor, questions was. Hold on.
0: We're going to get go and Turner involved here. They, they have a question here first. If you have one.
2: Uh, I, I'm curious. You said Emerson College where is that boston boston massachusetts ah. okay so, well love fan the of boston <laughs> we love the boston boys yeah you oh, yeah.
5: do you like the mass holes
2: yes. yes. they on, on. their beauties it's crazy
5: they're okay it's okay
2: they're 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 yankee fucking prairie boys basically <laughs>
5: No, dude. I'm like base I lived in New York too. My family's from New York too. I'm a New Yorker. I'm a real fucking Yankee. They call us Yankees. Those fucking Bostonites, they think they live in a big city. They don't live in a
4: big city. New no, it's York, not big at all. It's a
5: big fucking city. So is LA. So is London. Uh, so is London.
4: Was like, so I was gonna ask you, so you, you grew up playing baseball, you're a good ball player. Do you think that is the reason why you transition to be like a good golfer, like in a pretty quick time? Because I always argue this with people. I think baseball players, out of all the major sports, are the best athletes in the world.
5: I don't know about best athlete in the world because, like, I don't know if you know about this guy, his name is Bartolo Colon, but.
1: <laughs> or, uh, wait, what? Wait, is that
5: the right name? Who yes, Bar- Bartolo, yeah. the
1: pitcher that's yeah, yeah. dude, yeah, he no. hit a
5: homer like two years ago. Yeah, I mean, I don't think best. What I think is the hand eye coordination and the swinging because if, like, if you don't know how to swing something, that's that's tough. Like, I I get I coach a lot of football players, guys who played in the NFL. And it's tough. It's hard for them sometimes. Like just the motion, they don't get that. That they, they get like hitting you or like throwing something, but swinging a stick doesn't. It's not second nature to them. That part always felt like, dude. Even when I was a kid, I just take like a fucking crowbar I'd find in the garage and just start like, you know, hitting the side of the house <laughs> or a tree. I don't know. I just was like this idea of swinging something was always like cathartic. Too. It was, I just like doing it, but you know, it's the hand eye coordination. You can't, it's hard to teach that. And I think that's why some people feel like they need so many reps and it's like, well, yeah, you're not used to hitting a little thing with the end of a stick. Hockey players also turn out to be pretty good golfers. um, But you know, it's just figuring out, How to use your natural athletic ability to help you play golf? Because what hurt me the most when I was learning how to have a good golf swing was this idea that the golf swing is something that a movement that I've never done before that I need to learn how to do.
1: That's my wife. Sorry. Oh, all good. What's up, honey? Mini golf champion.
2: Canadian, right (laughs) here. Mini (laughs) golf champ and fellow Canuck. Oh, there's other Canadians?
5: They're all Canadians. Stop. Except for one of them's a cousin fucker from Alabama. Or <laughs>
2: like that. I, I'm, I'm Canadian, but I live in Alabama.
5: Okay, you're forgiven. You're forgiven. Oh
4: my God, hey. Dave. Can you say that? Where in Canada?
2: Saskatch, Saskatoon. Saskatoon.
4: Nice. I'm from Pembroke, Ontario, near Ottawa.
2: Okay. Ready.
4: I can only say that to you guys because you might know about that place. Americans don't.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Hey, speaking of hockey, who's who's your team? Me? Yeah. The Kings, bro. Uh
5: -uh. He said you're from New York. I was my family's from New York. I lived in New York for a while. I was actually born in LA. Like I'm a diehard LA sports fan, dude. It's kind of annoying. Are you mad L.A. sports teams like the Dodgers and the Lakers? Not the fucking Clippers. Not the angels, okay.
0: Dave, what, what's your handicap?
5: Uh, fuck, I could look it up. Do you guys want to look it up? Do you guys, um, guys
2: have GIN? What's your average score?
0: You're a pro, I guess. So, yeah, you, like, what would you say you shoot on average?
5: My handicap right now, if on the handicap app, well, it's not an app we, in America, we have a handicap system called GIN. G-H-I-N, and that's like the official system that um there's a bunch of apps like called 18 birdies and shit that will like track it for you, but the Gin system is the only like official handicap yeah. system. So my handicap right now it says that I'm a plus one point five or something like that. So that's like on the other side of scratch. Yeah. yeah. So I, I wanted to
1: piggyback that there was you answered a lot of the questions already in your uh, answers before, but like Dave, did you ever want to pursue your PGA tour card? You mean like, like Q school, Q school, you know? Not, yeah, Q school, Corn Fairy Tour, and make it to yeah, PGA. Yeah,
5: I did. Like when I started to
1: get good, it was like,
5: well, how good can I get? Because I'm a guy who went from like 140. <laughs> I shot set. I shot 72. I always say this was a fluke. Because literally this day, it was like about seven months after I started playing. It was one of those days where I had no thoughts in my head. Like it felt like an out-of-body experience. The ball just hit the fairway and the green and two putts and I was on to the next hole. It was like one of those days. And I was just like, okay, but if 72 is like, because I always heard too, the first, when I first started, I'd ask people, how long does it take to shoot 72? Or even part, And the answer was the same. Never. Or like 20 years and then probably still never. <laughs> Hold so, the phone. And,
2: Yeah. You shot 72 seven months after you started playing?
5: Yeah. But I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I got a little worse after My that. God. Once I started trying hard to like do things right. Which was kind of also like enlightening to me. Further down the road, it was like there because there was a certain point where I was like, My dad, for instance, he'll deny this now, but on the phone sometimes, like especially after the second ace. And then when I saw 72 and he's like, should you go pro? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, how does that work? Like, I don't think I'm good enough. Like there's guys that are, and then it was like, Well, what if I practiced every day and went to the gym? Like How good could I get? And then, yeah, so for, like, a good year, I'd say, I was, like, just grinding and practicing and trying to just, like, can I... Because, honestly, to even think you have a shot against other people professionally, you have to be, like, a plus five. Yeah. Like, you have to show up and fucking eat 67 for breakfast, like... That shouldn't even be hard for you like if you you know if you can't walk around and make six birdies in your sleep what are you even and i knew that and so i played a couple of professional tournaments like mini tour shit because i was like well, let me see you know as like a four handicap eventually or whatever like mm, dude i fucking did well and i was like all right let me try to fucking do this shit and um yeah it took like a year to try to get really really good and it's a really singular journey man it's very lonely it's just all your time has to be spent thinking about yourself what do i have to practice today i fucking shot 70 yesterday and i chunked three wedges inside of 100 yards and i three putted three times like it's not it doesn't it's not that fun it's like there's more pressure it matters now like and the score is kind of connected to your feeling of self-worth. And um, I just, it was such a selfish pursuit. I don't know. It wasn't really making me that happy, to be honest with you. And I'd see other guys that I were my peers or I'd playing against them. And, you know, they have a bad day. I know they're a good golfer, but they're really in their head. They know they have to make money today because they spend all their time practicing like their in-laws are giving them money. It's whatever it is. Like they don't have a job. You have your practicing is your job. Like right. you don't have time to do anything. So that round, even though first place is only going to walk with like five grand for first place, like it means a lot. And, and it's like, I'm I'm like, Holy fuck. This is not that important. And like, also This is a mini tour. Like we, even whoever wins here, like can you even compete against the next level of guys? I don't know. And when I was getting better, I was realizing like, it's so not about this idea that it'll take 20 years. You just have to know the right shit, have no fucking ego and be willing to learn. And like, and if you do those things and if you stop caring about your score in relation to your self-worth, if you just look at it as like, I'm going to try to just get the ball in the hole faster. That's it. Not try to have a better swing, not try to gain 10 more yards with my seven iron, like, and just try to get the ball in the hole faster. You can, you can do it. I mean, but I have a different mindset. I came to it later in life. These other dudes, like golf is their whole identity. So it's like, they can't see it from the way that I see it. Like it's a chilly up game. Yes, we're all dressed up and like, I, am but it's a, this is a joke, dude. That's how is it possible even for me to even be competing with you and you played college golf and you, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Uh, so so how did you transition? Not sport.
2: I, I'm sorry to interrupt.
5: <laughs> no, go ahead.
2: How, how did you transition from like playing the mini tour and stuff to becoming a a golf professional
5: well i had a different occupation i was selling commercial real estate for a while so that was my like money job and then practicing and grinding to go on tour was like my passion but it took up a lot of time more time than it should have because i wasn't doing enough real estate stuff as i should have, to have been making the money that i needed to practice as much as i you know what i mean like and I didn't love the real estate stuff. It was definitely like something I did for money and the pandemic hit and commercial real estate, like nightclubs, gyms, restaurants, bars, gone tank. So then, and I loved helping people get better at golf. And like, you know, you go out there and you're two under through five holes, dude, anybody you're playing with is like, what am I doing wrong in my swing or like, you know, and yeah. it started off like that and just helping people. And I never gave people advice with the feeling of like, come back and take lessons. I, I just was like, like, honestly, this is how you fix it. And I've always been good about seeing the person for who they are. This is the other thing. I was you not that long ago. Some of these golf instructors that have been teaching golf for 10 20 years they've been playing golf since they were a kid they don't even really know how to explain to you how to get you to stop doing something in transition because they're just like it's over the top i'm just telling you like it's over the top you gotta stop swinging over the top like i didn't know what the fuck that meant when i started playing golf so like when i explain to people how to stop doing it it's like oh no don't worry, I understand why you don't get it. Because I I didn't get it either until kind of recently. So I know know how to explain it to you. And it's not through the typical teaching way. And that's, and I I started doing the PGA of America route, like, because I was like, let me get into teaching. And it was so lame. And it was so like, they didn't teach the stuff that I was everybody teaches these positions and bowing your wrists and no one explains to you like why having an open face like at impact makes the ball go right. Right. Why? And they would tell me like, you can't teach like that. Just so you know, like that's not part of our program. And I was like, again,
4: I'm out. Like
5: (laughs) they would have
4: hated a a joint in your mouth too. They would have hated that.
5: (laughs) Oh yeah. There was like no swearing, no fucking. Yeah. You know, and some of these country clubs want to do a drug test. I'm like, get the fuck out of it. Like, no, no. Hey, question,
0: question for you, Dave.
5: Yeah. I know
0: for sure, my brother would ask one of those three or four questions. I, I don't know where he is right now. The questions of, what am I doing wrong when you guys played? Walk us through your, your guys' round two weeks ago at uh, the stadium course. Okay. How, so, how, hold on, hold on. How, how do you play? What did he shoot? And how many times did he ask? So them?
5: Troy played really fucking good. He you said you wanted to like like what, break 90 or something? It, it,
1: what was your goal? Break 87 it, or 89? 89 was my goal, and I shot an eighty four. An eighty four on a boom. big die course, which is
5: diabolical for a reason. Um yeah, I mean, you know, I never met Troy and I don't give like, if I'm playing with someone and they don't know I'm a coach, I don't give unsolicited advice because that's the last thing anybody right. wants is to hit a bad shot and someone would be like, you fucking lifted your head up. And you're like, <laughs> like, "I, I, yeah, it was terrible, I know. I probably did, you know. So Troy had said to me beforehand, like, I love some pointers because I never want to assume that somebody wants – Look, if you like playing golf and you feel like you're good and, you know, not everybody needs to, like, be fixing their game. You can be happy with where you're at. But Troy said that he wanted some pointers, and so we would hit the range first before going out. Now, it's hot in the desert. 37. Uh, that day was almost like 100. <laughs> and it gets hot early, too. Like, even yeah. if we had played at 7.30, by, by like, 8 a.m., it's up nineties, mid nineties. So it's hot. Troy was nervous. Um, <laughs> I'm not nervous. Cause I'm just a guy meeting up with a cool guy who, you know, has it like could an be inspiring a yeah, story. An and
4: idea.
5: I don't know. I just, I also don't feel like a celebrity or like an influencer. Or like I just, those titles are so weird to me. I just, I'm just like a dude who's just seriously. I love golf so much. And I love helping people. And yeah, so Troy was nervous. I wasn't as nervous. And also, like, I wasn't, I'm never nervous when I meet people like, I hope I can help this person. I know I'm going to help you. Because I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, not teach you my swing. And everybody's always commenting on my swing. Why do you do this? Why do you that? I'm like, yo, stop fucking Mind your own business, bro. Like, don't worry about what I be doing in my swing, okay? Because my shit is, like, 100 yards past yours, and I just carted a 67 or whatever. So just don't – people need to stop worrying so much about what their swing looks like.
4: Mm-hmm. Seriously. They, it they doesn't might, matter. I... And
5: that's – Troy was so worried. I could see, and there's – and he wants to play well in front of me, and the first couple shots were just fucking hosel rockets, just not off the ground, just yeah. right. And like, you know, and he's like, Ooh, you know, like, didn't mean to do that. Like, obviously, <laughs> you don't mean to do that. None of, you know. Hey, how was Alcatraz? But, um, it's not because his swing was bad. It was, there was too much tension, like, in his arms. Like, and what happens when that happens is, like, the shoulders kind of raised up and then you get, like, to stand too far away or sorry, too close to the ball because you're like just straight up and down. And honestly, the way I teach is I'm not going to change your swing. I'm going to teach you cause and effect. Like just just so you know, when you do this, like some this will happen. And just just for me communicating that to Troy in like a non-douchebag, non-condescending like way. It's a relief because he's like, okay, cool. Like, I could fix that right now. Like, if it's if it's just me changing, doing one thing to just relax a little bit instead of, like, I can do that. And I told him, make your swing. Like, you know, <laughs> you know how to swing. You've hit good shots before. You know, like, I, you, again, Troy, somebody who's grown up playing other ball and stick sports. This is what I tell athletes like him, like, I'm not going to teach you how to swing a stick. You know how to swing a stick already. You know, you're just not good at golf because you just don't know like one or two things that are key to like unlocking how your swing works and making it better. And then, and I just told him and Troy, and like the second that he was able to, I told him on the range, I was like, Hey, just take a deep breath. Like we're just fucking having fun. This round is for fun. It's a treat. PGA West is a treat. I don't come out here all the time. Like, I, you know, my home course is my simulator. It's my backyard. Like, you know, this is fun. And, and it's special, but it doesn't have to be like, also have all these expectations. And the second that he just kind of was like, okay. And then he just adjusted his setup a little bit. And um, I'll tell you what. He was hitting driver like 50-50, I'd say, on the range. We worked on it a little. He hit a couple okay. A couple, though, were like, yeah, not going to be able to play that type of miss. But off the first tee, he hit, like, one of his best drives of the day. Off the first tee. And it was like, and we were already like, I was like, I honestly might take a breakfast but like I'm not warmed up. And so we're all like standing there with an extra ball and his first shot, like fucking just a tight draw into the middle of the fairway. And I think that freed him up, but also it's the vibes. Like, honestly, when we're out there, like, even if you do hit a bad shot, I'm not going to judge you for that. I'm not going to snicker at you behind your back. I don't care how bad you are, how good you are. If I'm laughing at you, like we're laughing yeah. at golf, yeah. Like being stupid and funny. Like I just anyone I play with, and I try, I think people understand that before the round starts. Like, hey, I'm on your side. Like you know, we're all on the same team. Golf, you know, is the hard thing.
1: But I yeah, think, I, just, I, I think there's I think no the hi- judgment,
5: bro. We're just there to have a good time.
1: I think the highlight of that round was Alcatraz. That was for me was awesome. And I got it on my phone. You guys videoed it and sent it to me, you know, yep. put, put it on. And I, I ended up parting Alcatraz, So I parted. it. So I was.
5: And everybody talks about it. I mean, it's scary. Like an, a real island green like that, where you're like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> If I even miss a little bit, there are rocks. It's not even sand like around the green. It's just jagged rocks where like your ball will insultingly get like it comes back at you, <laughs> you and then goes in the water so um it's scary and, and everybody talks when you go in the pro shop there's all these shirts like alcatraz you know and um
1: i got a hat and, inside and that probably, probably I the scariest the pro part shop.
5: for Troy is <laughs> he had a round going and that's the type of hole where you know you don't have any strokes to give on a par three anyways if you dunk one in the water, you're hitting three from the drop zone, which by the way is now like 65 yards, but still over water. And you can't tee it up now. <laughs> it's like worse. It's almost worse. So, you know, that's a, that's a hole where you could be on track to shoot. You know, he was like, if I could break 87 or whatever it is, you can make it seven there fast. So three and then 18 is scary as fuck. There's water all the way up like the whole hole is water it's just water and then houses <laughs> <laughs> so finishing at PGA West is hard to do and Troy did it
2: but i think, think it's did, mindset too boy, Troy is
5: not a great good golfer.
1: troy it was, it Bro, was one of my... my
5: boy but like you're not an elite golfer
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah <So that laughs> we mean, all that know means, that that means you're not going to
1: come caddy <laughs> for me
2: 24th
5: and 25th <laughs> Dude, well, that's my birthday, and I already have plans. So, I know, unfortunately, I know. I'm out for Dave, that one. For that one, Dave, but hold, hold that, just hold. through Troy's mindset and like <laughs> staying fucking positive the whole day, he was able to play the last couple holes. You know, like a scratch golfer. Seriously, um and I just think that's the coolest thing to me about golf. You're not, you know, just because you shot a fucking ninety, like like me, I shot 140, but look where I am now, like. One score, it doesn't define who you are as a player or a golfer, or more importantly, as a human being, bro. Like, I didn't want to play with Troy because he told me I'm a plus two. Oh, I'll keep up with you. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if you shoot 200. As long as you keep it moving and you're cool, like, I will play with you and we will have a great time.
1: So, and we did.
5: And we did. And you played really well, you know? And, um,
1: Scott, your buddy, great guy. I don't. We great don't even. Have, I'll tell you off the air about Scott. We don't got time to talk about that in the podcast. That you would be very impressed. So we'll talk about it after. Dave, dude, me, he did
5: well, and it just goes to show. Like when he got really frustrated and like sad, he was he played the worst. But then, like after a fucking shot, of, you know, a tequila, a couple of sips of beer, and he's like, and then he's playing good. So golf, it's all mental, dude.
0: Dave, uh, quickly here. Troy's a big Oiler fan, as you know. Beat the Kings. Uh, they playing. They're playing right now. We all get uh, one question here from the questions from the gallery. It's gonna be a rapid fire here style, uh, from our good friends over at Last Mountain Distillery. There is no ad read today, but check out uh, Last Mountain Distillery in Lumsden, Saskatchewan. Distilled there, uh, over a hundred and some retailers in the province. They're the place to be. Vodka, rum, rye, you name it. Check them out. All right, Tory Turner, Troy, or no, sorry, Tory Turner, Drew Troy, and then we're done with Dave. We're going to have Dave on again because we should go with Dave for 74 hours. This has been unbelievable <laughs> so far. Dave, I love, sometimes we ask one question and you go for 38 minutes. I love it. So we're going to go on this again,
5: but Tori, start us hey, off. That's the, that's the autism.
2: Sorry. Uh, uh, Sorry. All right. D- <laughs> Dave, Dave, how did you go about getting such big social media following?
5: Fuck. I don't know. You tell me, dude. I have no idea. <laughs> um, like, did
2: you, no, did you I think, plan like, on it
5: it's a, look like the art of social media is fucking complicated and there's a lot of like things to know to make your profile pop but honestly I cut out all the fluff and all the bullshit and every post every single time I post I make sure that I'm adding value not just entertainment because I've in the past, I would post a video on my swing or me driving the green and me making an eagle. But, like, honestly, people don't fucking care, dude. Because that is just about me. When I give a tip that's like, you're like, holy shit, I'm actually, like, locking out my elbow. I think it's straight, but you're right. He's right I'm locking it out. And you go and you drop eight strokes off your score, you're going to come back to that post and you're going to be like, you know what? like comment and and i think that you just i learned that like it's my social media even though i'm in every post it's actually fucking not about me right it's about helping other people if i can yeah the entertainment okay if i'm funny that's that's like a bonus but if i can actually give a tip that's legit just valuable i think that has been why all my posts are doing well because I I cut out all the shit that's about me. I just right. want to make it about them.
0: Turner,
4: unreal. Um, so I'm gonna ask. So if you're like a mid '90s golfer and you're trying to get better and shoot better scores, like, what part of game do you think you should be starting to like? Would like focus on? Like, is it like working on short game, hitting your irons? Like, what do you think? Yeah. Your- um, I
5: actually have an add on to my last. Thing of what I was saying. I was trying to keep it short, but this was going to have to be short too. My wife is a (laughs) content creator. She works for a marketing agency. So she's helped me with a lot of tips like, can you cut out the beginning? You know, like don't introduce yourself. (laughs) Like (laughs) they know who you are. So, no props to my wife. Bro, behind every great social media niche influencer is is a brilliant and sexy ass lady. (laughs) <laughs> so that's where my success comes from. Anyways, and she's yeah, if you're Canadian, a and she's Canadian, golfer. Bro, and you're go? trying to get better, you need to fucking work. Yes, on chipping, everybody says you got to get great from 100 yards and then. I feel like every pro golfer gives that tip. I feel like that's a given. Okay, short game. Honestly, you need to work on consistency. Yes, chipping and putting. Okay, yeah. Obviously, you can't fucking be a putts around the green and expect to break ninety. But more than that, like you need your if you're trying to hit it one forty, for example, it cannot go ten yards. It can't. That's that's a penalty. If if you're trying to hit one forty and it goes one twenty five or or one forty five or one forty but five yards left, that's not a penalty. That's golf. So the best way to do that, you got to be able to hit your eight iron, like a hundred yards with a half swing, like an eight out of those 10 shots need to go relatively straight and relatively the same yardage. If you can't do that, you have no chance too often. These beginner golfers work on their full swing, be it with a driver or a fucking, you know, sand wedge or whatever dude i'm telling you if you can't hit your eight iron 100 yards with a smooth half swing like better rather than not don't move on like if you top half of them and half of them just go sideways the idea that you're gonna somehow now hit a five iron at full swing speed even relatively like On this planet is delusional. So the game feels easy as fuck. Once your consistency gets a little better. I don't hit every green. But I'm also not topping the ball.
0: (laughs) Well said.
2: Okay,
0: Dave. My question now. You had two hole-in-ones after shooting 140. In four rounds. (laughs) How many hole-in-ones do you have currently
1: to date? I know the answer.
5: Troy
0: knows
1: the answer. Seven.
5: I'm sitting on seven right now. It's seven. Hold oh, Fucking kidding me? Seven total with an asterisk for eight because eight was on a simulator. It was like a real like round. Two. We had two extra. That doesn't, that doesn't millions, count. But that's honestly, harder, <laughs> that's not – in my opinion, like even if it's a 40-yard hole and you get it in in one shot and you're playing around, like I'd say that is – a hole-in-one, but bro, I'm going to call bullshit on the simulator hole-in-one. I don't know. Ball never went into the hole. It just went into a well, net. Yeah, and you already have seven other, like other ones. Other
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? You already have seven other ones, so yeah, you, that's why you're giving that one up. If I had one of the simulator, The sim doesn't one, count. Dave. I had zero other ones, I would take the simulator one all day.
5: Exactly. Exactly. Um, that's yeah, I'm expect. in a drought right now, though. It's been a couple of years since, like, I was kind of like, <laughs> like, like, like every year it was just like ace 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 and then now i'm just like hit it close but not in and, and like yeah i just haven't What's even that been guy's name
0: from caddyshack you're that guy
5: yeah dude <laughs> but honestly like i don't yeah, even try wet. to tell there's so many haters on the internet but i've told this people this story before and it's like I've had I've heard like I don't tell it a lot. I don't go on my page and tell people like I have seven aces and I started playing golf. Se- you know, seven and a half years ago. It's like, but it's almost like one of those stories. Like, why would this guy make that up? That's so fucking weird and crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, but again, I Wanda. miss more than I make. So I'm still salty about all the ones I don't make. To be honest,
1: ah, uh, that's still it's all about great. the
5: next shot, dude. It's all about the next shot.
1: I think that's I'm up,
0: what's eh?
5: sad to me about having shot my personal best. I hope that that's not it. It's
0: what like peaking in
5: high school, bro. What's I'm worried. What's worried. That,
0: what's your uh low
5: number? On a regular, on like an 18 hole par 72 course, where the yardage is over 6,800. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like a real Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I did need a tripod, but you weren't home, so I fucking jerry-rigged nothing. But, <laughs> um, what was the question?
2: Uh, low, Your, low, low score on a regular. Oh yeah,
5: on a real course. So Brookside is a course in Pasadena, in California, next to the Rose Bowl, and um, it's like seventy-one fifty from the tips, seventy-one fifty yards. Dude, I shot uh nine under. Sixty-three. Wow. Yards. 63, 63, 63, 63. Wow. Nice work. Dude, no. one time only. So fucking that after that day, I was like, I'm just good now. Like, I can't miss. Like, golf is easy. Fuck golf, that's dude. you always go have that one day where you're like, what? I do not know what I'm doing.
2: I'm terrible. That that's even me, low too, I'll have those days sometimes. So that Every that's once that's in a
0: while. Tori's low as well that's yep. Tori's low
2: six three dude
5: how many times though I've only done it one time
2: I've only done it once I've had I've had a few my my lowest tournament score was 64. 63 was just a regular what? round with like in college
0: and my lowest more with a double 64
5: at the in a tournament is
2: ridiculous that's me the state crazy. championship. It worked.
0: Not a bad deal. <laughs> so, big deal. all right. Wow. So how on. much?
5: How much? I have a question for you. How okay. much during that round of sixty-four? Like, how many technical swing thoughts did you have versus none? Like, what was your thought process?
2: My, th- it was nothing. It like this. We're we're going way too long here, but so. What I qualified for the U.S. Uh, mid am, and um, which is I really got...
5: fucking hard to do, by the way.
2: Yeah.
5: <laughs> for <laughs> anyone wondering.
2: <laughs> no, so I I qualified for the U.S. mid am, and then right after that, I got I got this is a stupid story, but I got bit by a dog in my Achilles, so I couldn't walk for like two weeks, <laughs> and I wasn't even going to play the state because i didn't care about it i just cared about the u.s but i was like well i gotta get some reps in so i went i didn't care if i shot i didn't care if i shot 85 so i just went in there not caring at all and then first round shot 64 because all i was thinking about i was like because i knew who i was playing with and i thought if i beat him i'm gonna be doing pretty good and then i smoked him i'll much, bet you
5: much. i also know the other thing you were thinking man my fucking ankle hurts so bad <laughs> right
2: <now. laughs> yeah but it wasn't that bad it but by, by then i could walk still okay but,
5: but yeah it kinda, that's kind of like how i like to teach though like once yeah obviously people need to learn better mechanics but at a certain point if you really want to be good it's like what you did that day you just got to play the game like you just got to play
2: Yeah, I was just playing golf. I wasn't even trying. When I say, well, you know what I mean when I wasn't trying. I wasn't trying to shoot a score. No, you weren't
5: trying to make perfect swings. You were thinking, what's this number? What club can I hit this number? And then you were just looking, where do I want to hit it? And then that's it. Like, I mean, for me, when I play, like, really good golf, I mean, I've never shot 64 in a fucking U.S. state championship or whatever, but Yeah, it's like I'm not thinking about the position. I'm not thinking about, dude, ball's just going to go that way. I just know
2: it will. No, exactly. I was actually – we were actually – I had a buddy of mine catting for me, and during the round, we were – it was in North Alabama, and we were talking about, like, man, we should find out if there's, like, a high school football game we could watch. Like Yeah, just
5: shooting this shit.
2: Yeah, just that's fucking, great. Whatever, just playing golf. Okay, fellas, Love my it. turn. My turn. Boom.
1: And this is really gonna piss Drew off. Okay, Dave. Three questions, one answer only. <laughs> okay. And and usually I don't wrap this show <laughs> up, but I think I'm gonna okay kind of go into that Drew. Okay. All right, Dave. So you met my wife Jill down south there, right?
4: Rocket. Rock. She wants
1: to. She wants to know what your bucket list course is. One answer. Royal Regina. Augusta National. Okay. What is your ultimate foursome that you could play golf with, whoever you want?
2: Dead or alive.
5: Ben Hogan, Tiger Woods, and my fucking dad.
4: Great answer! I thought for sure Snoop Dogg would have been in there.
5: <laughs> no, my dad and I can have smoke that
1: clown any day. Okay, and the last one is true or false: you love and enjoy mini golf. False. Fuck mini golf. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck mini golf. Okay, so in, in kind of wrapping this up, Dave, uh, <laughs> I want I want you to tell our listeners really quickly a couple things shortly. Tell us about your new clothing line you have, and how they can get a hold of you for lessons and whatnot. And the last part of that is, if you have any advice for young golfers, new golfers, golfers that want to better their game, give them some advice.
5: Okay, so I'm going to talk about the merch real quick while I'm still smoking, and then I'll give the advice when this is down. But um, uh, you know, I just never, I don't know, I never really thought of merch. I don't again it's kind of this whole thing's a little weird to me being like a personality or a person or you know but i really i know that my tips are helpful that's why i keep doing it i know that people are like getting better quickly and having more fun and i wanted to express that through merch what i didn't want to do is just have like my face on something where it's like dave think you know i just was like I know Troy, who's a fanboy, and a fucking groupie would buy that shit. But, you know, I wanted to be able to wear it. It's, like, a little weird to, like, have something with, like, your face. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a, I'm weird about it. But I wanted stuff that I thought was, like, cool. That um, that anyone could wear. And, like, even if you're really not into golf, I feel like you could totally...
2: I'm
5: sort of klutzy, sorry, bro.
2: Like a shirt that's that says, injured, shed your goo?
5: Yeah, dude, you can shed your goo on the baseball field, on the hockey <laughs> rink. You can shed your goo on the slopes. Like, dude, on the waves, like wherever, bro. So this is a shirt that's coming out. They're all going to be, like, under 40 bucks, I think. Sweatshirts will be, like, around 50 or some shit. Um, next week, they're coming out. Uh, you're going to be able to find it through my website, which is also launching next week in terms of coaching you can get a hold of me through the link in my bio right now to reserve lessons but i am releasing a plat teaching platform that's going to be through my website it's going to be a monthly subscription service um uh, no monthly minimums you can cancel anytime. time but it'll have all my videos that i've posted categorized you know short game putting uh driver you know mental game and You'll be, yeah, you can already see those videos for free, but it'll have attachments where where the tip I give is around 30 seconds, usually on Instagram. And I'll have a 30 minute explanation of what I'm actually talking about and going deeper into it. People will be able to send me their swings. I'll do swing analysis. Um, I'm also going to be doing a bunch of golf lessons with celebrities and like rappers and athletes. And so I'll be recording those lessons and people can... Watch the whole lesson. So, I'm um, pretty excited about that. And uh yeah, my advice for anybody getting into golf—I think that's the last thing. Right? You should be doing it for fun because golf is not a winnable game. Don't play golf with this idea that you're—you know—eventually one day you'll be so good that that you win. You can never win. You can only play, because Golf, you know, is different than other sports. You can play way longer than you could play football. You know, if you want to retire with five rings, like that's cool. But look at people like Tiger. Yes, he was the best for a while. And now Oilers, he's he's not the best. So I'm just saying you can never win this. If it's possible for Tiger Woods, who in my in my opinion, I don't know everything, but I think he's one of the most talented golfers to ever breathe air right 100%, 100%. i mean i feel like i can say that without controversy yeah. if he can shoot like 84 you know you've got to just enjoy golf for a game that you can play and the days that you win are special because most of the time you're going to lose but you have to be okay with that too um and if you really do want to get better my best advice is to Try to remove your ego from the equation and also your judgment of yourself. You know, you can't, you know, want to get better and then sit there telling yourself you suck, you're an idiot, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that. That level of negative self-talk, it's easy to go there and golf, And you see it, you see it, all the videos online, but people breaking their clubs and like, it's not helpful. It's it's not helpful.
2: Guilty um, of okay the negative talk right here.
5: Want, it's okay to want to do better. But this guy who shot 64 in the state championship will tell you, breaking his club doesn't help as much as him taking a deep breath out after a bad shot, telling himself, it felt like I got fast at the bottom. man. I didn't want to do that. I'm going to try not to do that next time. There's a big difference in learning from mistakes and harming yourself mentally after making a mistake. You know, like, so my best advice is don't have an ego and seriously go easy on yourself. It's just a game. It's a fucking game. It's we're hitting a little white or yellow or it's a ball like around a grass or not grass. It's a, (laughs) joke dude i'm like i don't know it's just not that serious it's not that serious
0: dave so in, in,
5: in i was gonna
0: say
1: drew okay go ahead go ahead
0: question and in, in closing when is the video of you and troy on the golfing does that go on youtube we want to watch that
1: i've
5: been like deep in editing stuff um i do everything myself i've had a couple buddies help me recently my wife edited the mini golf video which is why it was like so good because. I'm just feeling spread thin a little bit with like, I got to edit all the YouTube long form and do the tips. And also, by the way, oh yeah, I have a full-time job teaching every day. (laughs) So it's finding time to fit it in. Within the next seven days, I'm going to have footage from me and Troy and our day up on PGA West. It includes some footage from the course, but also the warm-up with Troy on the range. You're going to see him hit the first couple like fucking dog shit. <laughs> and then you'll see, you'll see a click where he kind of like, he's like, hold on a minute. Like I'm at PGA West with my best friend. My wife is here. Your daughter was there, you know, not at PGA, but in, you're on vacation. Like, hold on. I'm supposed to be having a good time. And it's crazy how that translates into like good golf.
1: Right now in, in closing, Dave, last thing I want I want all our listeners to hear it. What is the Dave Fink motto? Say it. Simplify
5: shit. Understand shit. Play better golf right now. Boom. There. Now, is. I also I think I'm changing it. I mean, that's like the OG saying. I have two more that are in the works. The first is, what was it? Oh yeah, think less, play more. That's a good one. And then one of my somebody commented on my video and they said, let go, let golf. Like, bro, I like, I think that's pretty funny. So, yeah, like but it. yeah, simplify shit, understand shit, and you can get better at golf right now.
0: Well, Dave, hey, Boom. this has been unbelievable, dude. We can do this again. I hope we can. Troy will set it up. Uh, thanks for today. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Troy, Toy, Turner, and myself. Uh, what a guest back for episode 135 with Dave Fink. Follow him on Instagram, Dave Fink Golfs. With a hard ass at the end. Thanks That's a lot. That's right.
5: People. And um, sorry if I, I blabbered a little bit, but guys, thanks so much for having no, you're me. Good. You guys are gentlemen, and it was it was fucking great time. Troy, it was great meeting you. Thanks Likewise. for reaching out, man. I hope you you know we're all on your side. We're rooting for you to get completely fucking better and kick this fucker in the ass. So you can come back out here and we can do a tour of all the other courses with with you three guys also, as well. Awesome. Yeah. When you're like a mini internet niche celebrity like me, they let
4: us go out <laughs> with five. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> but they'll fucking,
5: they better.
1: they fucking better. Thanks, Dave. All right, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Take Loved care. it, buddy.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Last Mountain Distillery, a proud sponsor of Off the Hazel. They are a locally owned company in Lumsden, Saskatchewan. They have some of the best options around. And trust me, I know. They got whiskey, vodka, rum, and so many other options that you can't go wrong with. They are in a, over a hundred different retailers across Saskatchewan. So start thinking with your brain, shop local, and purchase your Last Mountain Distillery products today. righty, episode 135 completed. Welcome back to the podcast. After a long time, uh, and a quick update for everyone listening, Turner had arrived for the full podcast during the interview, he was there. Got two questions. in, I think one at the very end, uh, some good one-liners about Snoop dog, D O double G, uh, a great guest though. Dave Fink, Dave Fink's golf, Dave Fink golf. and they just called, he's an instructor, played golf with Troy. He saw him shoot a true 84. Uh, the man can talk. No question about that. Uh, funny smoked a lot of weed. Uh, yeah. Thoughts fellas.
2: That, uh, I think you summed it up pretty nice by saying he, he could talk. But he was great, though. Don't get me wrong.
1: He was unreal. He was really good.
2: And I hope he takes no offense to that. It was just hard to get a question in.
1: You can definitely see why he's a golf coach, though, after talking to him. I yep. mean, just his mindset, right? I mean, the guy had, what do you say, two aces in his first four like, rounds. Like, like that's
0: seven banana land stats, though. Two aces in yeah. his 140. Like, that makes me just sick.
4: You yeah. zoom right there
0: and and then 7 years later he's he's shooting 64s like that's it's unbelievable actually to see like the progress in someone's golf game 63 63
1: 63
0: 64, he said yeah so like, 64. no dave
1: 63.
0: Shot, dave shot 64 he said as well
1: Well, 63 the same as tory tory shot 64 in the us uh but
2: yeah. yes no yeah my my best is 63 but 64 is my tournament best i'm going to brain right.
4: angels listening to this right now
2: okay
0: Regardless, uh that's not how good a be. golfer he is now after you know the seven years of going from one hundred forty and change to you know, a plus handicap. So uh Troy, obviously you brought that guest on. What was your favorite part of the interview?
1: Hearing about how good my golf game was.
0: <laughs> I can't wait till the YouTube video comes
1: out.
4: I can't Back wait. Here.
0: Uh what uh Turner, your favorite part of the interview?
4: Uh, I thought it was hilarious. I was just smoking a joint the whole time, and his, his eyes just like went, it just started open, and they just started slowly closing throughout the interview.
0: Uh, the guy you got two, hey Dave, love him. We gotta have him again, probably two or three more times. But he got 200,000 followers on Instagram, needs a tripod. That phone dropped 74 times in the interview, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he was great, Troy. I'm sure you would have had a blast, man. He seemed like a beauty just on this. This podcast alone, but he must be a blast to play golf with. So
1: yeah, he he was something else. I had a really good time with him down in Palm Springs.
0: Awesome. Okay, well let's go wrap this thing up here. It's been you know seventeen hours on this pod. So, uh, ep- this is basically episode one of season one of season two. The boys are back. Uh, all or nothing. Let's go grind my gears. Let's go to <laughs> Corey, uh first in the top left corner of my screen.
2: Okay, I, I've I've got two. We can we can alternate. Me and Troy.
0: Don't speak too long, please.
2: I got one too. First one, spider webs. I that no matter where I go outside, I'm walking into a damn spider web. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like they're they're planning it. They're like, oh, this is where Tori's gonna go today. <laughs> and I walk right through one and it drives me fucking insane. That is all. All right. Well if you listen they no, they're were were just shedding them. their goo, that's all.
4: Yeah, their goo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh actually turn it before you go to you go to yours. That might have been the best hidden one-liner in that pod there. When he's like, uh, your ultimate foursome. <laughs> oh, I thought for sure you would have said Snoop Dogg involved. that one. I thought that was perfect.
4: <laughs> that was good. That was a good one.
0: Kate, okay, turn it up.
4: Uh when you're driving and you're waiting at a green light, but you have to turn left. And so there's a car in front of you and they're not going out in the intersection. They're staying fucking way back. Fuck off. They're Get sur- out there.
2: They're suing. you.
4: shit. That is the worst thing ever.
2: Yep. And I- then it turns red and you can't go.
4: Yeah. And then you're just sitting there like a spare dink on a wedding night. You're just like, okay, sick. And run the red light if you want. but
0: Here's mine. It's very easy. It's also a driving one. Driving and I'm in the right lane. And I move to the left lane to pass someone to go way faster than them. And then I go ahead of them by a long, long ways. Get in the right lane. And then they ride my ass. And then they get in the left lane. And they stay beside me the whole way. What are you doing? Get off the road.
4: Well, did you slow down or did they speed up?
0: No, going 112. Just standard. Get out of the way. Piss me off. Fuck. Anyways, go on. Troy's got one. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, actually I'm good. Life's good. Nothing's really grinding my gears these days. All right. I got my my second grind my gears (laughs) is the fucking easy squeeze condiment bottles. Like the nozzles, it says easy squeeze, no cleanup. That's great, but you have an absolute cum (laughs) shot of ketchup on the first one. Like uh, let's go back to the old school or or you know, like some of the, the small mustard bottles have the little nozzle on them. That works good, but these easy squeeze ones, it's just an explosion on on your first shot. Especially the elf mayo, right? Mayo ketchup mustard, they it's brutal. I mean, we we've we've got fucking people going to the moon privately now
4: sorry and what do you call- can't
2: we can't figure out a fucking <laughs> nozzle for condiments sorry what do you call jizz again it's something mayonnaise or something like that oh that well i call, the mayonnaise truck,
3: <laughs> the mayonnaise <laughs> oh, <yeah>. truck.
4: <laughs>
2: okay you got that one uh not really
4: michael bunting he grinds my gears me too that guy's a bitch
0: Okay, here's a question, uh, from our good buddy Darren Dupont. Where should the next course be built, and what should it look, look like? What? Where should the next golf? I'm assuming, as I said, out I put it out today in Saskatchewan updates and news. Where should the next course be built, and what should it look like?
4: Sean Sample has half one done. Might as well just keep on going. <laughs> Get a country club going out there.
2: Uh, I would say uh, uh, somewhere around Blackstrap, like Blackstrap on, on Highway 11 between Saskatoon and Regina.
0: Because
2: huh. everything's going out there from Saskatoon. Saskatoon, like the way it's growing, it's going out that way.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, and it
2: should look like Augusta.
0: Okay. Troy, anything to add on that?
2: <laughs> mm. Nah, I'm good.
1: Oh, the next. What's golf. wrong,
4: Troy? Yeah, Oilers well, are up three nothing, so he's got nothing to complain about right now.
1: That's correct. That yeah. is correct.
4: When Vegas makes it three two, it's like he's got a tight butthole, <laughs> like <his> a <hair> snare drum.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, I don't. I don't know that. I don't know where the next golf course should be, but Aaron had a good point there. Black shot would, would be a good idea actually as well. So any and Christine after in the wintertime. time. Um. Okay.
1: Last Mountain Lake, actually. Drew, there you go. There's my answer. Somewhere around Last Mountain Lake would be nice. Somewhere in the vicinity. I don't know. Like, Silton, Craven area. It's nice and hilly. Some water.
4: Yeah. There's Always flat.
0: No, I like that golf course they have there now. <laughs> the Red um,
4: Beach. <laughs> yeah.
0: Red Beach. Actually, Troy played there last year, John Beach. They got new, new, uh superintendent yeah. right?
4: Yeah, they do.
1: New ownership there. So, it's actually pretty good.
0: Deadly. Okay, well, this is episode 135. Dave Fink brought to you by Roller Golf, Last Mountain Distillery, Long Creek out in Avonlea, TaylorMade Golf. Anything else, fellas, before we wrap it up here?
1: Well, it's just good to be back with the gentleman here. It's been yeah, a while. It is. It is be back back. Regiment.
0: Turner's on a normal time zone again with the fellas. Uh, Tori, good to see you. Big guess next week. It will be hockey orientated. Um, so other than that, that's it. So yeah. I want to
2: say one one quick thing. Go ahead. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If if you guys, the listeners, have someone SAS yeah. golf related, like not the association, but just someone a golfer in Saskatchewan that you want us to have on, just let us know. Like, we want to know your feedback. So let us know who you want us to have on, and we'll try to figure out a way to get them on.
0: Boom. There it is. I've
1: got one last thing I want to say, Drew. Sure. Two words Jesper Parnavik. Fuck you. (laughs)
0: Okay. We'll see everyone. uh, We'll talk to everyone next week. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Peace. See you. Thanks for listening to Off the Haza Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Reminder, all our podcasts are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Be sure to check out all our channels. Like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening.